0: Talk faithful, your host, your boy George Mackay back in studio again, pre recorded. And man, oh man, is today a good one! Today, I have with me via Skype the current reigning defending NWA World Women's Champion, Thunder Rosa. Welcome to Straight Talk Wrestling. How are you?
1: I am absolutely great. I'm actually texting Nikki Cross, congratulating her for winning the championships.
0: Yes, yes. I know that is on right now. I haven't... uh, I've kind of got it in the background playing, but I'm focusing on the interview with you. That's incredible. I can't believe that they won the tag team titles. I think that's very well-deserved.
1: Yeah, you know, I... From everybody that I know from WWE, uh, I know Nikki Nikki Storm or Nikki Cross more than a lot of people. And every time I see her succeed or, like, I see her, like... um, uh, figure at the wrestling shop here in in San Antonio. It's like it's it feels so good because she's such a good person, and her and her husband are are great individuals. So I'm just nothing but happy. And I wasn't watching it. My one of my best friends sent me a a picture because she knows that I know her. She's like Nikki just won. So yeah, I just texted her.
0: That's that's freaking incredible, man. And I I I'm a big fan of Nikki. I've been a fan from a long time just because well she's a fellow Scots Scotsman like me. I'm from Scotland. I'm <laughs> half Scottish anyways. So.
1: You don't sound like it. <laughs> I know.
0: I sound, I sound 150% completely Canadian. I know. I, <laughs> I get that all the time. Um, so, Rosa, one of the first questions I always ask, I like to call it the defining moment question. It's when you. It's that moment you remember when falling in love with this business that you and I are going to be talking about today.
1: Um, I was at this show called Boot Slam and I was yelling at the wrestlers like there was no tomorrow. And it was like every, it was once a month. And it was like the moment that I was waiting every month because it was my husband and me. And and it was just like so much fun. And um, that's when I was like, I love wrestling. Cause I didn't used to like, I mean, I watch it but never liked it. But that was when I was like, this is pretty cool. This is pretty damn cool, you know?
0: That's a great moment when you can always. I love it how when moments are always can kind of be attributed to being a fan first. Sometimes it's watching uh, an old pay-per-view with a family member or something like that. But being at a live show and getting that involved and making that hooked, making that hook you in instantaneously. I mean, it's electric when you're in the crowd. And for you, it's you've experienced both sides: for being a fan to being on the other side. You still get that electricity when you walk out there.
1: Hell yeah, man! I mean it all depends too like uh, now in studio wrestling is every time and like I get so nervous every single time I don't know why like I start hyperventilating and stuff and then I open the curtains and it's just like I'm still nervous but, but you know I can't show that but it's just so electrifying
0: well, you don't. You don't show it. You you walk out there like a complete professional. I was actually in preparing for this interview and doing my research because I have actually been a fan of you for a very long time. I actually. Uh started watching lucha underground on season two when you kind of were added to the cast if you will or made your debut when you were originally uh cobra moon and i freaking loved the whole reptile reptile tribe i loved all that shtick that the whole storyline that was done and i really thought you should have won the rookie of the year award i know you got you you finished second that year but i really think you should have won the rookie of the year award because you were you just teared it up there was something about you you can always tell when there's somebody who's got that it factor that above and beyond factor. like there's so many talented wrestlers in the business but Mm -hmm. you could tell that you very very quickly on from seeing your first match your debut match i was like she's this lady is going to be something that people are going to remember her name and she's going to tear it up in this business and you haven't made me a liar which is fantastic everything i said about you from the get-go has been completely true and uh it's it's an honor to talk to you it has yeah, no. you know
1: what? It's like I was uh, when I was doing my live feed before my live feed this Wednesday, my husband we had a somebody who was helping us with with you know with the technology because I'm still not very good at it. And we were watching uh, the YouTube stuff on on Lu Underground, especially this uh, the reptile tribe because my friend never seen it before. And then I was watching, and I was like, damn, I can actually act, man. Like it was so much different than who I am right now. And um, it's just like it was really awesome to like see, like you said, like to see it developed, like the character to what i when I started to like like the end, you know of 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 the season on the last uh, uh, season uh, season four. But um, yeah, like I always that's one of the things that i've I've tried so hard in the last couple of years is just to like, separate myself from that character because i feel like a lot of people from what they watch on season one they didn't i mean sorry season two they didn't really understand the character and they like um they didn't understand me when they when they saw me with my face paint so now with nwa is just like uh, like it's it's all me You know, it's all like Thunder Rosa. So people are kind of like, oh, oh, you were Cobra Moon? I'm like, yeah, I was Cobra Moon, man. What the hell? (laughs) So, um, yeah, it's just like, it was such a great learning experience.
0: Oh, no, it, it absolutely was, and um, uh, I've been at, when NWA came back kind of into the forefront and started doing the YouTube thing, I was hooked instantaneously, instantaneously right away, because I'm, I'm a big fan of the studio wrestling and that old-school 80s feel, and I think with Billy Corgan and everybody, everybody at Team NWA, what they're doing over there is so nostalgic, but it's nostalgic in a fresh way. And when you came out that day, I was watching that episode. When you came out and you, you know, hit Sienna from the back, I was like, oh, oh, yes, yes. I love the way the setup was. And I actually, before this and preparing for the interview again, I went back, I watched the Hard Times pay-per-view match. And then I watched the match after on the next episode of Power. And I have to say, watching you win the title and hearing the crowd chant Thunder Rosa, Thunder Rosa, like talk me through that. What was that moment like when you, when you held that belt for the first time?
1: Like, I mean, as you saw my ugly ass face, I wanted to cry so hard. (laughs) I wanted to cry so hard, so freaking hard, because it's just like, it was such an, a special moment. And I was really upset. Well, I wasn't upset, but I was sad because my husband was in there. And that was like a big, big, big moment for both of us, you know, because um, we have gone through hell and back in the last six years in this wrestling business um together because i don't think i would have been never been able to do something like this by myself because there was many times in where i didn't believe in myself like not even a bit and he will he'll will be the one who'll be like you know what clean up your tears you know uh clean up a little bit uh get up and keep going you know somebody will see your talent i see your talent i know you're talented these people are stupid you know and he'll be pushing me all the time and um you know it was just a progression of things from 2019 I mean I did like big strides in my career I mean I jumped to MMA and like again it was like one of the most difficult things I ever done in my life especially physically mentally and spiritually you know you like again, I started questioning myself about everything you know am I good enough for this am I good enough to for wrestling am I gonna be able to make it and just like all that together after having a 20-minute battle in the ring, I was like, "Holy shit, I survived!" And um, it was just—I uh, uh, feel so blessed, and I feel so um, um, like special because I'm following the lineage of like very important women that have uh, hold uh, held this title. You know, it's you know, it's, it's an old title. I and mean, the more research I do about it, like the, the more special I feel. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, no, you you absolutely should feel you should feel special because you also broke down another barrier and added your own piece of history to this title because you were the first Mexican-born female to hold mm-hmm. that title. That's absolutely. huge! Congratulations on that because that's another barrier broken in this evolution of women's wrestling. So, tip yeah. of the hat to you.
1: Thank you, and um, you know, and again, this is something that uh, it took seventy years or eighty years to happen. <laughs> so. Um, i'm really proud that our uh, again uh, billy lagana and all the nwa team believe in my in my abilities as a wrestler as a performer as an entertainer and then now i'm, I'm holding this title with a lot of respect and i'm and, um, just waiting for all this you know craziness to to pass so um i can start like promoting uh, nwa and the nwa um women's division you know
0: oh absolutely and we can't wait for fans in canada i tell you tell let billy know that fans in canada we are all about nwa and we cannot wait to have some of you guys come over like uh i was actually had the pleasure of meeting and interviewing sienna back in september of last year and she was fantastic and then um i was able to again progress and watch and then boom you guys had that match at hard times and i was looking so forward to that pay-per-view and your match delivered I, the best part of that match was at the end when you won the title Mm. I remember Wade Barrett's words very clearly, and his words were, this wasn't a wrestling match. This was a war, because it was. You two literally threw everything but the kitchen sink at each other, and your MMA background, it shone through, because all those submission holds you were doing, man, you guys you guys made me cringe my face sometimes. I'm sitting there going, I don't, know how, <laughs> I don't know how anybody's arms aren't broken right now. You should have broken her shoulder at least three times, and she should have done very bad damage to your knee. So how oh, you two walked out of there, it was incredible. It absolutely was.
1: The, bro, I, I'm telling you, don't even ask me. The next day, I couldn't even move. I swear to God, I was so hurting the next day. Like, so hurting. I was like, oh, my God, how am I going to do this? Um, and then they're like, oh, yeah, by the way, guys, you have another match. And I was just like, oh. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> and the second match was just as good as the first one. You know it wasn't as long, but it was it was pretty intense. So... I think I came out with a black, not, not a black guy, but I had a couple, like, you know, a little bumps in my head. Like, we were, like, going ham. I mean, every time Sienna and I, we get in the ring, we go ham. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's really, again, it's really, um, sometimes it's really hard to find good dance partners in the ring, and Sienna definitely is one of them.
0: Oh, 100%. Every time I've seen her wrestle, and you two definitely have that in-ring chemistry. I actually did want to ask you one thing about the matches. A Hard times pay-per-view, You came out with full face paint, the Day of the Dead face paint, paying Mm -hmm. respects to the Heritage, which I love. But on the following NWA power match, half the face was painted. Is there some symbolism there? Like, is that like when you come out with the full face paint, is that the complete, like, I don't know, the the demonic side of you coming out full force and the half is walking that line? Like, is there any symbolism behind that or is that just a choice of your own?
1: Uh, I think it's like for full face pain, it's usually like really important matches, really big matches and and hard times was definitely one of them. Um, and that's where, yeah, I definitely bring everything that I have in in store. And like that's when um, um well, I every time I get in the ring or before I get in the ring, I think about all those kids that I hope um, when before I start wrestling. And uh, when You're I decided cool. to make like a full-time transition into wrestling, uh, a lot of those kids that wish me, you know, luck and everything, and some of them, you know, passed away due to, like, either suicide, they got killed by the police, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So it's just, like, they're all with me in the ring when I face, I put uh, the full face paint.
0: That's amazing. I was, so in preparing for this match and watching the um, the matches, uh, preparing for the interview, I was with my 4-year-old daughter, and she's a big fan of the movie Coco. So when you came out, she looked at, she looked at you and she said, Daddy. Is that from Coco? I said, <laughs> same heritage, but no, it's not from, it, it's the same heritage. It's the same, you know, um, festival and stuff like that. But she, she's a wrestler. I said, Daddy's going to interview her tonight. Wow, she's cool. I tell her I like the movie Coco. So my daughter wants me to let you know that she loves the movie Coco. So I, I'm supposed to tell you that. So I've done that. I can say I've marked that off. And when Aww. she listens to this interview weeks from now, uh, when she listens to this years from now, she'll know that I told you. So uh, yeah, tell her
1: that I, cry, that I cried. my eyes out when I watched that movie. I thought it was like the oh. cutest thing ever. No super.
0: super it, sweet. you can't not cry at a Disney movie. Okay, I just watched Onward with my with my both my daughters earlier today, and I don't know if you've seen it's the new one with the trolls and stuff like that. Their dad no, comes back for one it. day. <sighs> it's it again. It's another one of those Disney feels movies. Like you can't not cry. And it just you sit there and you look at your kids and your kids are like, "Why are you crying? It's like, I'm not crying, you're crying. and they're like, they're not crying because they're still young enough. but'm I weep like a anything that happens with especially anything fathers and daughters or fathers and kids related, I weep like a baby girl. <laughs> uh, it just it, ever since I became a dad of two amazing girls, Uh, it's very hard not to weep as they get older. My 10-year-old now, she's kind of giving me attitude. She's playing video games. She doesn't want to hang out with daddy anymore. And my four-year-old's daddy's little girl for now, but I know that's going to completely change. As soon as she hits 13, neither one of them will want to spend any time with me. So I'm trying to get as much as I can in now, but it is difficult. It is very, very difficult to try to connect with two girls, especially being a guy. But the one thing we do connect on is wrestling. Both of my daughters are fans just like me. And my 10-year-old was watching the match with us, too. And she knows Sienna because she was able to meet Sienna when she came down to uh, the show in Mississauga that we saw her at. But she, really, you won her over in that match. And one of the moves she actually really liked was when you went from behind and you did that kind of, I'm not sure what kind of suplex it is, but you went from behind and kind of flipped Sienna over. I almost think it's like a sunset flip, but in a reverse style. That was in the Hard Times match. She absolutely, her jaw hit the floor when you did that. Because your guys, like you said, chemistry is hard to find, but you guys really, I find that when you have that close relationship with uh, that dance partner, you Mm -hmm. go extra hard. And you could see it in that hard, both matches, the Hard Times match and the power match. You guys took each other to the limits almost to the point where i think both of you never knew which one was going to win because you really were going that hard at each other i almost thought the hard time match was going to end in no decision when i watched it for the first time just how hard you two went at each other
1: i know it was like i said it was there were some points and i was like jesus christ we're gonna die (laughs) you know it was so
0: intense so talk to me about, um, let's let's go back to the MMA side of things. So in deciding to jump into the octagon and kind of hone your skills there, and I know you had the one match, and I believe it, end it ended in a, a, a no decision. What was that like in, in learning that repertoire and training for that style? I mean, to go from the octagon or from the squared circle to the octagon and then back to the squared circle, it's not an easy transition. There's only few that have done it, but I've noticed that you've done it very, very well.
1: Oh, man. Um, I, I was actually reading my journal when the moment I started training. That was actually like I started training full time in June last year for MMA. Um, I was uh, I was I was really scared because um, any opponent that I have, like definitely have a lot of more experience than I have. Because some of them have been doing it since they were young kids you know, jiu and, like, competitions and stuff. And, like, the level of training that uh, you need for a uh, fight, it's a very, very different than the level of training that I've done in professional wrestling. What One thing that professional wrestling taught me, you know, is being tough, is being, um, you know, just keep going even if it hurts. You know, it's just like uh, in... Um, and just endurance and all of that. Um, because I my trainers, when I first started in California, they were really tough on me. Like, they're all men. So I'm, I'm used to training with men. I'm used to being tossed around. I'm, be, I'm used to being, you know, I, I have a dog. I'm not going to give up. And um, I think um, a lot of my peers were kind of scared that I was going to be scared to get punched in the face. Or, you know, because a lot of people crumble when the first punch, you know. And, uh, and on my fight, after you know the six months that i had in training and keep in mind i was touring the whole entire time while i was in fight camp which was insane like now that i think about it you know i'm like damn man like there's a lot of time that i didn't you know i was like training on my own and it was really really hard but again it was like my heart was in it my mind was in it, my spirit was in it and i couldn't give up you know there was a lot to show Uh, uh i mean there's a lot of people that were counting on me that they were gonna be there to support me. A lot of uh, wrestling fans that I don't even like MMA. They're just, they were there to support me. So, um, yeah, I mean, it came to a decision. You know, uh, my opponent won, but I feel like I I felt like I won. I felt like Rocky, honestly, at the end. It was it was very interesting, but um, but yeah, man, it just it takes a lot of mental toughness and like mm-hmm. like when you're getting closer to your fight, it's just like holy shit. Like I'm allowed to like myself in there for like 15 minutes with somebody that wants to kill me just as much as you want to kill them you know but the fact is like how they want to try to kill me you know so um yeah it was it was really interesting uh, like i said I, I i watched videos i've been like reading all the stuff like all my feelings all the things that i was like experiencing during that time and it's so interesting because now you know that we're like stuck in at home it's like damn like you just don't realize How important it is to be consistent and how important it is, like, you know, when you can, that you have to train. Like, you can't just be slacking because it just can be taken away, like, it was taken away from everybody, you know? Like, the things that we love the most can be taken away so quick,
0: so... Yeah.
1: I don't know if I respond. I, I answered your question. Just no,
0: you, no, you absolutely did. It's, it, it's, it's hard to, uh, it's hard to kind of balance. Like you mentioned that you were touring the whole time while you were training and it's hard to balance, but you did that. And you did that. Well, uh, I actually want to touch on something you mentioned earlier in the interview where you said that, uh, you wish your husband was there the night that you won, uh, the NWA Women's world's title. Um, you mentioned how you guys have been through hell and back for the last six years. Talk me through not so much the hell and back stuff like that, because I understand about the, the lawsuit with Lucha underground and stuff like that, but talk me through that support system, that strength that you two have to lean on one another through all those hard times, because that's a lot of people don't realize that being a wrestler in this business is not easy. Having a family in this business while being a wrestler Is not easy. I mean, I'm a podcast host, so I don't get it, but I respect it and I understand it. How much you guys give up to entertain us fans and you don't hear it enough, but we all thank you because you guys keep us all going and keep us chasing our dreams. If I didn't have wrestling to lean on in my whole life, I don't know where I would be. Because every time, I, I had a pretty rough childhood, so every time things got too heavy for me, wrestling was always there. And then I met my wife through a love of wrestling. And then I, we, you know, we got married, we had our daughters, our kids are exposed to wrestling. And I want to say, a lot of times, as much as I give kudos to my wife for saving my life, because she absolutely did, and I adore everything about her, uh, wrestling also saved my life. Being a fan of wrestling helped me drift away from all the bad and focus on all the great things in this business. So when you have that support system to lean on one another, talk me through that. I mean, talk me through the, the rough patches and how you two came out so much stronger and so much better now.
1: Um, I mean, there was, like, times in where, like, we didn't see each other all the, because, you know, um, I was training or whatever. And it was just, like, and I'll just come and be, like, you know, uh, just mad or whatever. And he was just have to, like, pick up the pieces sometimes, you know. Um like being away for so long sometimes it just took a toll um, but it was just like the fact that we were able to like come back home and just like talk and like just be supportive and and you know like a lot of the things that he does is like sometimes i don't i train like i mean i go i was always training so he'll help me so much with my social media keeping me like keeping me on on my toes on things that i need to complete because i get sidetracked man i got adhd i got to be moving i can't be on a computer for too long like you know i have a lot of things like that and he'll be like the one who like gets on my on my on my shit about doing stuff <laughs> you know and um if i didn't have him like there's many times that i would have like missed bookings uh, forget about like b- podcasts and stuff um like the youtube st- the reason why i have youtube right now is because he's been be- like begging me to get to do it for like last two years we would have been already monetized if it wasn't because I'm too lazy to do it or I was too lazy to do it. And, and now it's just like, boom, you know, it's like, so it's it's been like, he's kind of like my 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 voice of reason when I'm struggling, when like the many times that I said I want to quit, you know, he's like, you don't want to quit. You don't really want to quit. I know you don't want to quit. You don't want to have a regular job. I already know you, Melissa. You know, <laughs> so it's the same thing with him. With, with even, even when MMA, I look at him straight in the air. So it's like, hey, say so you offer me a contract for MMA. What do you think? He looked at me, I was like, whatever's going to make you happy. You want to do it? You want to challenge yourself? Go ahead. I'm gonna be here for you. You know the same thing when I decided to go full time into in wrestling when when Lucha Underground money was like you know rolling in. He's like, hey, you want to be a full time wrestler? I was like, sure, okay. This is what you gotta do. You gotta train though, cause you're not just gonna sit in this house and not do anything. This is gonna be your full time job. I'm gonna work, but you need to work too. You know just as hard as you said you are. I'm gonna support you. You know we're on this together. You know the same thing when I even even before that I was like, hey, amen. I want to go to college. And he said, okay, you need to apply to the best colleges in California because you're not staying in San Diego. You know, you want to go to UCLA? Go to UCLA. Check it out. He, like, drove me to UCLA. You know, you oh, you want to go to Berkeley? You want to go and see the school? He drove me to UC Berkeley. Ten, nine hours, you know. It was always like, okay, I didn't do this in my life, but you have so much potential that I want to support you so you can do it. You know, so there was always that. And it's been like, you know, the same thing with when he decided to go to school. I was like, I work full time, go to school. You know, it's always been that. Like, we always go, you know, we support each other mutually and, and we push each other. You know, when when I don't feel like I'm getting pushed, he pushes me. When I feel like he needs to be pushed, I push him, you know. And, and that's that's how it should be in our relationship, you know. And it's just always giving me the freedom to, like, try and fail instead of saying, no, you can't do that. You know, I mean, if you're going to fail, Melissa, you're going to fail, you know. But you can get, up, get back up and try again. It's never a no. It's like... Yeah, I know you're capable of doing anything you want, even when times are hard, you know? So it's, like, it's, it has always been like that. And, like, when, and in this, like, last month, it's, I think, like I said, it's not only me, but it's, like, every, I think everybody's feeling that way. It's just, like, finding the ways that, um, if, for example, like, wrestling is no longer in our lives, how are we going to move forward, you know? What are the things that we're going to do together? So it's always, like, thinking in a positive way, not in a negative way, and always supporting each other no matter what. Because there's a lot of, like, factors that... I mean, you've seen many, many relationships don't last because people don't trust on each other or like you're on the road and then like they're calling you 50,000 times. He's never been that way. Never. You no, know, he always trusts me. He always knows where I am and everything because, you know, that's how we build our relationship and that's very important because when you have somebody like that, man, in a toxic relationship like that, things don't work out and something's got to give either that person quits wrestling, they quit their, their dream, quote unquote, or... You know, they they leave they leave the person. And we decided that when we got into wrestling, that it was something that we were gonna do together. And we've been doing it together. You know, we created you know a promotions together. We run promotions together. We used to have sabotage. We created that together. And then we have Mission Pro Wrestling now. So and we we run it together. Like now I I run it and I let him do what he's the best at doing, and I do my thing. You know, I told him like I don't wanna wrestle. I wanna uh, do something else. And then I'm, I'm doing ring announcing. And he like does all the the other stuff, you know. So that that keeps us in at margin, you know. It's 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 a teamwork, and it's and that's how like I said, that's how we like build each other up. It's by you know understanding our boundaries and our limits, and and sometimes yeah we we bump heads, but at the end of the day we re, like reconcile and 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 we just keep moving forward. Because when when yeah, because when wrestling is over, I know the person that is gonna be there for me is him. Nobody else,
0: but him. That's amazing. That's absolutely incredible that you guys have that. And I love the United Front. I love everything about it. And one thing I do want to mention, when this is all said and done, I'm curious to know when the world kind of gets back to whatever the new normal might be. They lift the travel restrictions. Everything starts to to move again. Will you be taking the NWA title on a Mexico tour? Will you be able to bring the
1: You know what's funny? I was supposed to be doing that in May and I was just talking to my husband. I was like, hey, bro, like I talked to a couple of friends in Mexico. I'm going to I want to go to Mexico City, you know, do some PR stuff, maybe get a get a a match or something. And he's like, yeah, go go for it, man. Just do it. You know, and I was just like getting the ball rolling and this happened. I was just like, man, but you know what? Things happen for a reason. We're going to do it. And even if it's not in Mexico, we can go to, like, Europe. I don't care, man. I'm going to take this championship and, like, defend it as, as many places as I can. Um, I, again, I want to um, – I just want to, like, like, give it more um, – like, this is, like, me. Because, it's like like you said, I'm, I, I'm, I made history. I'm the first Mexican-born wrestler to win this championship. I want to go to Mexico and be like, hey, yo, like, guess what? Your girl that was born in Mexico, she's now the NWA champion. And I know – I don't, it's been that this championship probably was defended once or twice or three times in Mexico City. So it hasn't been defended that many times, you know?
0: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I, I, I think that would be a fantastic idea. And I, I know you would tear it up over there. And speaking of who, who might be next in line, I mean, there's a little bit of a story obviously developing in NWAO. We saw things before everything kind of was kind of subsided. There's the whole Melina wondering what her intentions are, and there's your other uh, lady in your faction there, whose name is escaping me, and I feel like such a tool right now. Marty Bell, boo boo. Marty Bell, thank you very much, Marty Bell.
1: Um, so what's what's up with them? Yeah, you know, you know, with Melina, it's um, it's always about Melina, man. I mean, come on, she's X O W Diva. I don't really trust either one of them. Well, I did trust her. I did trust in Helena. I've said it many times in many podcasts. Like, I feel like she was like a godmother to me. You know, somebody I was looking up to and, like, she was guiding me. And then all of a sudden she just wants to get on my business mm-hmm. because she wants to be the spot. She wants to be part of it. She always wants to be the the spotlight on everything. You know, and I think um, her time has passed. Uh, she already had that, you know, and then she should, I mean, she should let me shine. She shouldn't be trying to take my channel away. I just got the championship. She already wants, like, she already wants, like, a shot in it. Like, come on, like, you don't do that to people that you say you're trying to help, you know? And it's like, might need to be trying to manipulate me and stuff. Like, I, that's not going to work, you know? And I know Marty, I mean, she feels like uh, she's in between us. But, I mean, I'm going to do everything. Again, I'm going to do everything that is in my power to defend what I have. And, and like I said, she's trying to get She's trying to get that money out of my on my lunchbox, man. Like she can't take money out of my out of there, like out of my family. Hell no. I'm gonna defend this thing like you know. Like she owes me money. Like, seriously. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so i, I want to ask and i like i said i've known, i've seen you in so many impressive matches there's so many that i could list um even the ring of honor stuff that you had you had done and stuff like that was impressive as well and the woman of wrestling stuff that you've been doing on the side as well um i'm curious to know though If, you know, things ever progress with Marty and with um, Melina and there's some kind of a three-way setup, like a triple threat or anything like that, will stipulations be involved? I know NWA definitely has a touch of class to it, definitely has the nostalgia and the respect to the old school ways. But if it came down to it... Would you be interested in a, you know, woman's Iron Man match or a last yeah, woman standing okay. match or a steel cage match? Would you be willing to put your title up in any of those situations? Cause I know Thunder Rosa can definitely get hardcore. I've seen it, but I want to know if NWA would allow something like that just because uh, they try to keep things very nostalgic.
1: Uh, absolutely dude. Like, come on, man. Like, I, do you think they're going to get in the ring with me? No, a lot of women and I'm, this is a real statement. A lot of women are going to get in the ring with me straight up, you know, because I don't hold back, you know, I'm a fighter, man, like, I'm not, I don't hold back, you want to get in the ring with me, fine, let's get in the ring, you know, let's see who, who lasts. who's the last person in the ring, I'll make you work, that's for sure, you're going to earn it, if you're going to get this, you're going to have to earn it before you take your away from me.
0: Yeah, well, you're intimidating to me, I mean, I love you, I'm a huge fan of you, but yeah, no, when you come out, You could see the all business, which is why it kind of surprised me when you said you were nervous. But I guess at those points, adrenaline takes over. But when you walk out in that ring, you own it. You command it. And no matter which way the wind blows or which way your character evolves, either of its face or heel, I feel like it's you through and through. There's not a bad thing about your character. I love, I'm a big fan of the face paint characters anyway, so you already had my heart from the Reptile Tribe to where you are now with the whole Thunder Rosa thing. I just think that you progressively are adding new layers to yourself. They always say characters are yourself just amped up, but I don't think that's the case with you. I think you are Thunder Rosa just with face paint on. I think that that's who you are just adding the face paint as a layer. Am I wrong in saying that or do you feel like Thunder Rosa is an amped up version of yourself?
1: I think it's an amped um, up version of myself. I Thunder Rosa's fearless, completely fearless. I mean, I'm in as Melissa Cervantes i you know, fearless in certain aspects. But I mean, there's a lot of things that I do in the ring that I will definitely didn't, wouldn't do, you know, in in real life. But um but I think now like the more with, as time progresses like it's uh, yeah it is becoming more and more of a, like an extension of Melissa Cervantes big time
0: uh, 100% I, I think that uh, I, uh, Melissa Cervantes is a genuine fantastic human being but Thunder Rosa given the right situation will rip your head off and spit down your throat Absolutely. hands down <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, so one of my I have two more questions and I think we'll wrap it up my my one question is, if there's anybody that you would love to step into the ring with yet that you haven't had the opportunity to, who would that be? I'm like, wow.
1: Wow. Um, <laughs> you know, um, uh, there is, I mean, Beth Phoenix for sure. I mean, she's just fucking all through and through like one of the strongest women I've known. And I used to follow her a lot. I used to do some of her mannerisms when I first started wrestling. It's definitely her. I would love to wrestle her.
0: That would be an incredible match. I think that would be a match that would be a progressive match, though. I think it would start off as just a classic match. Then we'd have to amp it up. Then we'd have to finish it with an all-out you know, war at the end of it all. I think you two would have to settle your things, the three stages, and then the final one would have to be a steel cage because I think you two would just leave everything out there. It would be a war hands down, but I think you two would leave 100% everything out there.
1: Yes, definitely.
0: And my final question would be, um, if you had a young male or female fan listening to this, and they looked up to you, and obviously they're a fan of you, and you could give them one piece of advice about this business, what would you say? If they were interested in getting into this business, what would you say about it? Because like we've said, you've had your peaks, you've had your valleys, You've had your high spots and your low spots, but you've stuck through and now you're representing uh, the lineage of one of the longest titles ever created in this business, in this sport. And that's, that's a tall tale. Plus, you also created your own history and you're blazing your own trail by being the first Mexican born to hold this title. What, would, what kind of advice or wisdom would you pass on to that young fan?
1: Uh, not to give up. Like, you cannot give up when things get hard. I think that's the one thing that not only in, in wrestling, but in life, a lot of people give up when things are are, are really, really hard in relationships, in school, in, in, in your career, you know, and like sometimes, and, you know, even exercising, that's, that's so important, you know, when, you know, you're getting punched in the face and you're bleeding and like, you don't, you can't even see, you still, keep, you need to keep trying. You need to keep, you need to finish it. You need to finish what you started.
0: Amazing. I think that's a great way to cap off this interview. I can't believe almost 40 minutes has gone by. It's been such a great conversation. I could talk to you for another three hours. I really could. You're absolutely fantastic. Thank you. Such a genuine genuine human being. And I want to take this time to officially let you know you are now a member of the Straight Talk family. You have my Skype ID. I have yours. Anytime you want to come back on the show, it would be an absolute honor and privilege to do this all over again with you.
1: Uh, well thank you so much and if you're are you close to vancouver or not
0: i'm actually in uh brampton ontario canada so i'm close to toronto
1: toronto That's... okay uh, because i'm supposed to, if you know if this happens i'm supposed to be in vancouver for uh, a festival a wrestling festival they do every year i have two shows there so you should okay. check it out
0: i should definitely make some plans to come down and then you and i can go out we can have a cerveza
1: hell yeah it's, it's it's a taco it's actually a taco festival
0: oh tacos are my favorite food tacos and burritos i'm actually well, a, gl- a glutton for burritos i really gotta be
1: tacos and burritos and cervezas there so i'm gonna be i'm gonna be waiting there like what's up boy what's up at?
0: <laughs> absolutely i will buy you a taco i will buy you a cerveza and hopefully i can make it down if the whole world clears up what it's doing
1: thank you so much for having me in your show
0: Thank you so much for taking the time out for me. Again, I appreciate it. You're an absolute pleasure. And tell your husband from me, thank you for reminding you about this interview today. <laughs> I will. All right. You guys enjoy the rest of your WrestleMania weekend. And in a few weeks, like I said, the episode will drop and I will tag you.
1: Yeah. Tell your girls I said that uh, the Coco wrestler said hi.
0: I absolutely will. <laughs> I 100% will. Thank you so much, Thunder Rosa. You enjoy the rest of your weekend. And we will talk very soon.
1: Absolutely. Take care, man. All right. Bye-bye. Bye.
0: Wow. I mean, it sounds cliche. It sounds like I record the same ending message to all my episodes, but man, oh man, that was Thunder Rosa, the NWA world's women's champion. I mean, mean, you can't do any better than that right now. And for somebody who's been busting his ass for two years, now I am starting to have conversations with even bigger names and bigger talent. And it's just humbling that they're giving me their time, especially during this time period. I can't thank her enough for taking the time out for my show, as I thank all my guests. It was just an incredible conversation. I hope you enjoyed it. I enjoyed having it with her. And what can I say? Just amazing. Uh, As always, guys, peace, love, and wrestling. Stay safe. Stay home. Hopefully, by the time this episode drops, the world will be coming back to a sense of normal, Uh, but all we can do is hope, pray, stay safe, social distance, all those things that we've been instructed to do. So, as always, until next week, I'm your host, your boy, George McKay. Thank you so much for listening. And don't forget to tune in next week. Peace. Thank you for listening. Tune in next week for another episode on Spreaker, Stitcher, Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, and iHeartRadio. Also follow us on Facebook at Straight Talk Wrestling, on Instagram at Straight Talk Wrestling, and on Twitter at underscore straight talk. And for all our merchandise, you can search us on prowrestlingtees.com. Oh.